Hi, do you ever wonder what it's like on the other side of the couch? Do you ever get curious about the conversations therapists have with one another? Or are you a therapist who loves to hear others talk about our work? If the answer is yes to any of these, you're in the right place. This is Therapy Talk, the place where therapists discuss therapy. I'm your host, Rachel Landman. Join me each episode where I invite my colleagues in the field to come discuss the work. Hi, thank you so much for joining me today on this podcast. Why don't you briefly introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about what brought you to becoming a therapist? Okay, hi, I'm Kirti. I'm a new therapist. I went to undergrad at Clark University where I got my BA in psychology. And then I went on straight after that, went on to get my master's at Columbia in counseling psychology. And what brought me to become a therapist? So back in high school, um, I just like wasn't very motivated um, to study or anything, but I was able to find psychology as a subject and start studying it and something really clicked there I think nothing before that was like as interesting to me but I was like okay I'm expected to go to college so maybe this is what I'll do in college um and then from there it just kind of snowballed I think with psychology what really was interesting to me was being able to understand the people around me and myself and so that's what sparked my interest because Everything else felt a little bit more technical and not to say that psychology isn't technical, but something about it just felt aligned with how I am as a person, how I think about the world. And so then I did that in undergrad. I was still kind of exploring like how I what I want to do with psychology. I was like, oh, like there's a lot of things you can do with psychology, right? Um, at first I was like, oh, maybe I can work in the corporate world, do HR and stuff like that. Um, I tried to do an internship, didn't like it that much. So I was like, okay, I'll do other things. And I found that uh, when I was able to be around other people, like in mentorship roles or just like stuff like that, that really sparked my interest. So I was like, okay, how do I combine this and psychology together and that's kind of what led me into counseling psychology. I was like, okay, I I don't particularly enjoy giving advice to people, but I do like listening to them and I do like being able to work through challenges with them. So I think being a therapist like fit directly with that. Like, yeah. So I think that's kind of the story of how I'm here. Wow, that's that's truly fascinating. I have so many questions. <laughs> Starting with What was that? I mean, we know there's so much pressure being put, particularly on the Asian community, to go to grad school, to succeed. So I I wonder what that was like for you to um, feel this pressure, but not really knowing where to go. Yeah, I think uh, in school, I did feel a lot of like that self-esteem, like a low self-esteem, because I was like, oh, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know what I where I want to go. And I actually even told my parents, like, I know I'm supposed to go to college, so I'll go to college, but don't expect any other degrees from me. (laughs) So it's really funny that now I have a master's degree too. But yeah, when I was able to find the thing that I really liked, that felt really uh, fascinating to me, like going to grad school was just like, okay, this is the logical next step for me. Like nobody was like, you need to go to grad school right after finishing my undergrad. And I was like, no, that. I know I want to become a therapist and this is a way to become a therapist. So I'm just going to go. Why not? (laughs) And how lucky in some ways that 
you were able to find your passion. How does this experience of not knowing what to do and not being motivated and then actually finding the spark, how does that influence you as a therapist? Yeah, I think, and yeah, like you said, lucky, like lucky to find it so early on too. Like, like I was 16, 17 when I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And maybe I wasn't sure that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. But like, um, I think for me as then as a therapist coming from a background that like there's this idea that these are the set like things that you can do in life right um I mean this is a stereotype not everybody does that but like become a doctor engineer lawyer whatever right so there's like these like things that you have to do and I and I'm grateful to have been given that space to just explore and not just be pigeonholed into like these are the things that you can do and so with my clients, I think it's like being able to explore outside of the bounds of what is already defined for you. Um, right. Like, I think everybody grows up with like shoulds, like this is what I should be doing. This is what is expected of me. So being able to explore outside of those bounds helped me. And so that's how I encourage my clients also to explore outside of those bounds. Yeah, I love that how important that really is. And um, having had that, your own experience, I'm sure really helps then to connect that with your clients. How have clients responded to that approach? Have you noticed any resistance to some of that or just people just go with it? Uh, again, depending on the client, that is all, like at the start, there is some resistance because like you've grown up with these ideas. And change is like scary getting out of your comfort zone is scary so at first there is resistance but then having someone who's like no actually it's okay if you do that it's okay if you don't want to do what was already defined for you it's okay and be it in any way it can be your career how your relationships look uh anything how your ident how you identify like all of that right um it does it isn't just like um just about your career um so definitely there is some resistance at first but like within our work I, I try not to push too much because again like you have to meet the client where they are um but with time and slowly it's like oh actually you're not like this line that you're going down is not exactly I'm I'm interested let's let's explore it more so some openness yeah and empathy towards resistance mm -hmm. and unwillingness to to see things different, which, you know, sometimes coming especially from a white therapist, if I approach a person of color saying like, oh, but just do it differently, it can feel really jarring because there are embedded structures that we value, we start to value ourselves. And so it's really important to have um, that know-how and, and understanding that while some of these concepts act against the person, sometimes they're still uh, very important and they have to be approached in ways that feel safe, not misunderstood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I'm so glad that you pointed that out because it's so important in that space to know that there are some real, real bounds that like somebody, right? Like if you are facing racism on a daily basis, like that's not something that I'm like, oh, think outside of the box and that's going to fix it, right? We live in these structures and these systems that are so oppressive on daily. So being able to be like, okay, these are some real challenges, right? How do we 
work around that without putting you in an unsafe situation, an unsafe environment, like unsafe, just even to be in your body, right? Like having to think about that daily, it's it, it's so taxing. So again, it's so important to have that um, knowledge about our clients and there's the challenges that they go through every day. Mm-hmm. Rather than just being like, oh, just think outside of the box and it'll be solved. Yeah. Self-actualization is really a tricky thing, depending on the culture. And we have to be able to adjust and make sure that we adjust our approach and still being able to help our clients self-actualize. But that may not look the way that we're reading it in books, especially adjusting that, like we said, to, to certain cultures. Yeah, for sure. I think... Again, like keeping in mind of like every individual is different. Everybody has a different process. So where where can I come in to help you figure out your process, figure out what tools you have and how to use those? Yeah, absolutely. This was super insightful. Thank you so much. Do you have any other thoughts to share today? No, I think that that's kind of what I've been thinking about. Yeah, I think I think I got it all out. <laughs> Good. Thank you so much, Kirti. It was wonderful chatting with you and I'm sure we'll chat soon. Thank you.